It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Friday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in the studio. Dustin Kalen on the other side of the glass. We need a studio audience clap after the here's Johnny, don't you think? Yeah, you've brought that up before. Can you put that in? I could. I'll see I mean, what I, I can do. I know you're on an hourly rate and you don't yeah. uh, want to go above and beyond, but, uh, you know, try to make the show better. I could maybe do that for it you. It is Friday, May 12th. The uh, M&M Cartage Hotline will be open the entire hour, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get the Thornton's. Get your icy cold thirst quencher. It really brightens your day. I haven't gotten the Fizz Freeze yet. Scooter, I promise I will get one this weekend. You should. Right now, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. That's right, 89 cents. So come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. This is Scooter kind of day. Yes. Because I got the spreads for the opening week of NFL football. We're going to go over them. Nice. All Uh, of them are out? They're out. Every single game? Week one. Wow. I got them right in front of me. Yeah, let's do it. I told you yesterday, Chiefs are seven over the Lions on Thursday Night Football in Kansas City, and you are really looking to bet right now. I mean, it's unbelievable. I I cannot believe the line's that low. What do you think it'll get to? Eight and a half? Nine and a half? Uh, I think it'll probably go north of that. Uh, I I thought... uh, Unless, you know, it comes out Jared Goff's not playing or something. I thought the original line would be nine and a half. Seven. Crazy seven. All right, a lot to get to today. Happy Mother's Day! Before I forget, this Sunday's Mother's Day. It always sneaks up on me because I have my wife's birthday, I have my wedding anniversary, my sister-in-law's birthday, my daughter's birthday is coming up, and I always kind of forget Mother's Day for my wife. Now, my mother hasn't been around uh, since 1991. Wow! So I don't have to, you know, get her anything. I just give her a little sky point. She understands. But uh, go out, get your mom something nice, a card, flowers, candy, perfume, whatever you get your mom. Um, at least a card. Or take her somewhere. Take her to Churchill Downs. I think Sunday's a big day at Churchill Downs. For it Mother's is, yeah. Take her to a Bats game. Bats, by the way, beat Columbus last night 8-2. This weekend's game's right here on the Big X tonight. First pitch, 7-15. Tomorrow the same. And Sunday, 105 first pitch. All the games can be heard right here on the Big X. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms and, and all the uh, wives out there. Uh, they should get more than one day. I say it every year. They should get a lot more than one day because every other day is my day. And that just doesn't seem fair. Uh, Celtics stay alive. The Suns are now dead. Who had the worst night last night, Scoots? The Philadelphia 76ers, who are technically still alive, or the Phoenix Suns, who are out. And now the easy answer is Phoenix, right? But Phoenix was going to have to go back to Denver and win in Denver, which they hadn't been able to do in this series yet anyway. The Sixers, they, they had it in their sights. We're at home against our arch rival. We don't want to go back to the TD Garden, even though the Celtics haven't played particularly well at home. We don't want to go back there. We can wrap it up. Then we get the winner of Knicks Heat. So basically, we're probably in the NBA Finals. 
I think it's there's an argument to be made that Philadelphia had a worse night than Phoenix. At least Phoenix was out of the game at halftime. Kevin Durant was making plans for which team to play for next uh, in the locker room at halftime. 81 to 51 at the break. My goodness. You didn't stab for that one, did you? Heck no. Good for you, by the way. <laughs> and that's been a great series. That was not a great game last night. And you're over under, you were right. Tony Burke called in yesterday over under on Booker Durant points was 62. And I said, oh, we're going over with that, right? And Scooter immediately said, going under. Going under. No way. You're, he called us both idiots. Turns out he was right. I actually texted Tony Burke before the game. Hey, DeAndre Ayton's not playing. This is definitely going over. Because now Booker and Durant have to score more points. What'd they end up with? Booker, uh, Durant had 23. Booker had 12. Oh, my gosh. Way under. Booker was 4 for 13 from the field. Now, these guys didn't play the last seven minutes, eight minutes, because the game was O-V-E-R over. And Nikola Jokic, 32, 10, and 12, another triple-double. Found out yesterday Mark Jackson left him out of his top five on his MVP ballot. Yikes. Okay, who's the MVP now? Joel Embiid, who played well last night, 26 and 10, but looked exhausted. In fact, that entire Sixers, it, well, I don't want to say the entire team, but Embiid and Harden looked, looked spent midway through that game. But Embiid, 26 and 10 last night, or Joker, 32, 10, and 12. Who's been the MVP in the playoffs? It's been Joker. Oh, yeah. I said this yesterday. Denver got no respect. When the playoffs started, Phoenix was the favorite to win the West. They were the favorites. Then all of a sudden, the Lakers were the favorites. Nobody respects the one seed, Denver Nuggets. Now, past performance chart has something to do with that. They've struggled in the playoffs in the past. But I think it's been a little extra motivation for them, to be honest. They feel disrespected. They should feel disrespected. I don't know who the third wheel is on that team. Aaron Gordon has good nights. Michael Porter Jr., um, he doesn't do it for me. I mean, it's Joe H. Murray, who you got after that? Contavious Caldwell-Pope had 21 last night for him. I think he hit four threes in the first quarter to help build that big league. They had 40 points in the first quarter, 41 in the second quarter. Wasn't Isn't Caldwell-Pope the guy that played for the Lakers that had to be released yes. from jail? So he could uh, I don't know about the release from jail part. He, he was played in, for the Lakers. He, he was in jail two, but got work released to I play. I think he was a Georgia Bulldog. Texter says, John and Scooter, 81 first-half points. Haven't seen that many and a half since the 1996 Cats put 83 on Dale Brown and LSU. Uh, there's always a U.K. fan out there that wants to remember fondly those memories. I feel like we've seen a lot of high first-halves, especially here in this Both playoffs. games went under last night. Did it, it ended up going under even with that? Well, Phoenix only put up 100. That's true. 125 yeah. to 100 was the final. They had 81 in the first half. Was it like 230? 44 in the second half because they didn't have to score. They didn't care. Um, and talk about not caring. Philadelphia fir- fourth quarter last night, 13 points. Woof. Jason Tatum fourth quarter, 16 points. Now, I'm a Celtics fan. If you listen to the show, you know this. 
I was screaming at the television last night, get Tatum out of the game. Uh, first team All-NBA. Are you kidding me? He was one for 15 at one point. He had one point forever. That's because he got to shoot a free throw on a clear path foul <laughs> that he didn't even get fouled on. It was like a technical. But he hit four threes in the fourth quarter, three in a row, uh, when the game mattered. And he said it after the game, I wish I had texted you to get this audio. Humbly, I'm one of the best players in the world. That's a quote. He started it with humbly? <laughs> he should have said humbly, I was one of the worst players in the world in the first three quarters, but I was one of the best players in the world in the fourth quarter. That would have been humble. Humbly, I'm one of the best players in the world, so I got to keep my confidence. I knew it would come. That's not humble. The, the slow, That's not humble. The slow starts for Tatum, as you being a Celtics fan, that has to be frustrating, One point right? in the first half last night. I mean, it's that's been a trend oh, this whole playoffs for him. It's unbelievably frustrating. However, then he does what he did in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I have to man up and apologize to my television for yelling at it for that entire first three quarters. Well, and luckily they have a Jalen Brown who can pick up the slot. Get Brogdon in the game. That's, what I, that's what I kept yelling. Put Brogdon in. Put Derek White in. I love Derek White. Tatum's no good. He stuck it in my face. Bad Tatum, good Tatum last night. Marcus Smart led the Celtics in scoring with 22. By the way, over or under on that game, 95-86 was the final. Yikes. <laughs> Smart, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Tatum ended up with 19-9-6. Was it a good game? Was it a bad game? I don't know. Bad I game. guess it was a bad game, but it was a great star-led star fourth quarter. You know how I know it was a bad game? You lost money on it? Uh, no, I woke up on my couch because oh. <laughs> I had fallen asleep during it. He was 5 for 21 for the game, but he was 1 for 15 at one point. Jalen Brown had 17. Malcolm Brogdon kept them in the game in the first half. He had 16, most of those in the first quarter. Uh, hit some big threes. And Bede, 26. Uh, Tyrese Maxey had 26 again. I looked at Harden's numbers. They're not bad, but he was playoff James Harden last night. He wasn't good. 13 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. They got nothing from P.J. Tucker. They got nothing from Tobias Harris. Those were the only three guys in B, Maxie, and Harden in double figures last night. Of course, they only scored 86, so that accounts for some of that. And the lack of energy, especially in the fourth quarter, blew my mind from Philadelphia. You're on the brink of going to the Eastern Conference Finals. You're at home. The crowd was into it. You can't blame the crowd. Uh, when you got the lead at the end of the third quarter, the crowd was going nuts. And you put up 13 in the fourth quarter. And they look gassed. Embiid kind of always looks gassed. He does. Right? Even yeah. if he's not, he always looks gassed. But Harden looked gassed. Maxie looked, was the only guy that had any energy, it, it appeared, for the uh, Sixers. And Doc Rivers' record now in Game 7s is not good. It is well below 500. It's the worst in the history of the league. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Look it up. Doc Rivers' Game 7. Or, I'm sorry. Doc Rivers' elimination possibility games. That's what I'm looking for. When his team has a chance to end the series, he's got a terrible record. Now, he won a title in Boston. 
with Garnett and Pierce and Ray Allen. Oh, my gosh. Gives me the freaking player, Doc Rivers. As a player, you know what he was in elimination <laughs> games? I don't know. Eight and nine. That's, that's better than he is as a, as a head coach. Celtics, by the way, Sunday, time to be announced. It might have been announced. I'll check at the break. Celtics are minus seven at home. I can tell you right now I'm taking the Sixers again. So still, It's still a game seven. Rivers is, well, surely he hasn't. Come on, hit me. Well, so it, it stops at 2017. Surely he's had an opportunity after that, right? After that? Yeah. yeah he had one last night. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at a different site. This one has 14 and 17. But like I said, it stops in Yeah, 17. it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Um, the Sixers are 1-9 all-time in Boston in Game 7s. I know that. heard that today. Okay, so after last year, after last year, he was fifteen and thirty-one. How about that? Yeah, when his team has a chance to eliminate another team, fifteen and thirty-one, which means in the last four years, five years, if he was fourteen and what'd you say earlier, fourteen and fifteen, seventeen, fourteen and seventeen, he's been really bad the last five years. Yeah, <sighs> I was told there would be no math. <laughs> so game seven is Sunday. In Boston, Boston is now, as I checked at the uh, at the betting parlor this morning, the favorite to win it all again. Should have bet it last night. You know night. who I would bet right now to win it all? Warriors? Yes. Mm-hmm. Plus uh, 1,100, plus 1,200. 12 to 1. It's worth the stab. And Seth, Steph Curry, 11 to 1 to be finals MVP. I would, I would match those up because... Here we go again tonight. Yeah, but I mean, how do, how do the Warriors get past Denver is the question. That's a great question because Denver's they're obviously rolling. they're on a, a bit of a tear right they now. They are rolling. And I don't know how you stop Jokic. Here's a question for you, and I, we'll, we'll talk more about this later. Which sport has the most athletic players? Ooh, The best athletes play which sport? Because Ooh. when I look at uh, Nikola Jokic, I go, that dude's not an athlete. He's a great basketball player. He's a smart player. He's a pass-first guy, kind of like LeBron is. He's a, but LeBron, look at LeBron. He could have been a tight end in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my money, NBA is the answer. Basketball is the answer. But NHL, those yeah. guys are unbelievable. Well, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm I thinking got about stuck watching hockey again last night. I'm thinking about like the durability it takes, and not only like NHL because you're moving the whole game, but they do get subbed out a lot. A lot. The answer yeah, has, those those shifts in the NHL are a minute. The answer has to be, and I don't know if it falls falls under your category or not, but it has to be soccer. No, I mean no, they're no, running no, no, for no, no. ninety no. straight minutes. Can they jump? Yeah, I mean they jump to do headers. Yeah, they, they okay. They're marathon runners. They're, okay, I'll give you that. They don't get tired. I'll give you that. That make them great athletes. No, I mean there's not another athlete in, in the other four sports that could run for ninety straight minutes. <sighs> well, there's not an athlete in soccer that can do what LeBron James does on a basketball. Very court. true. So I mean, you know, you can look at that too. Baseball, I'm throwing out. Yeah. Football. I mean, it's a, that's a gosh. Te- Texture just texted me. Baseball has the best athletes. No way. Baseball has good athletes, Boob but Powell, not the best. Boog Powell played baseball. You don't know who that is. No. Bartolo Colon was a pitcher. 
I guess we throw we got to throw pitchers. Did, out. did they you don't count, right? did you see they brought Bartolo Colon back for the first pitch on the anniversary of his home run? And they should. <laughs> that's 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 wonderful. By the way, Reds tonight are in Miami, and I normally I wouldn't care. Reds beat uh, the Mets five nothing yesterday. Graham Ashcraft is pitching for the Reds. Yuri Perez is pitching for Miami. Major league debut. He's twenty years old, right-hander. He's six foot eight. He is the number one prospect in the Miami system. I am watching this game to watch Yuri Perez. Six foot eight. He's Randy Johnson, right-handed. He throws four or five different pitches. And like I said, he'll be the youngest Miami Marlin slash Florida Marlin in the history of the franchise when he throws the first pitch tonight. 20 years old. So 640, Valley Sports, Ohio, uh, the Reds. <laughs> Texture says, John, ask Scoots how a guy that flops when he gets hit with the force of a feather can be the best athlete. That's a good question. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. It may be football. There, there's some gamesmanship there. But it in is there. not football. Gamesmanship. You know, <laughs> my, my worst ever was, I think it was Messi. And this is a long time ago. I'm watching. He goes down. And I'm going, God, get up. These guys flop. He had a broken leg. I felt bad. I thought he was flopping. <laughs> I felt awful. All right, let's take a break. NFL schedule came out yesterday. Some teams, we got we got teams that have more than one Thursday night game, which the NFL told us would not happen. It's not going to happen. They told us that a couple years ago. It's not fair to those teams. If you've got more than one Thursday night game, then at least once you're playing Sunday, Thursday. You're not coming off a of bye both times. Uh, so we'll talk about the schedule Who's got some primetime games? Who's got no primetime games? And we'll look at the spreads for week one of the NFL season. All that and more, you're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, along with Justin Kalen on the other side of the glass. Eminem Cartage hotline open, 384-1450, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, the text number, sponsored by Thornton's, is 502-414-1450. The texter is going to down that mountain. He says the hardest thing to do in sports is squarely hit a round ball with a round bat. That's why everybody strikes out all the time. That is difficult. Barry Bonds could do it, but he was helped, if you know what I mean. Here's the one argument. I'm just talking about athletes. Is hitting a ball, a 98-mile-an-hour fastball, difficult? Yes. So is going around uh, Anthony Davis and scooping and scoring like Steph Curry does. I've got the end-all, be-all here for you, John. Oh, God. I played, if you go boxing, I'm, I'm not going to argue. So I played baseball. Would you consider me athletic? No. So... That's yeah, it. but I played That's basketball. It. Would you consider me athletic? Now I'm talking grade school, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a, I'm, we're talking about best athletes in the world. What sport are they in? You brought up soccer. I'll give you stamina, but I, they're not the best athletes in the world. They're the best. They're maybe the best athletes using their feet in the world. I'll give you that. Yeah, hard to say soccer when they don't the even use their athletes. hands. Yeah, come on. 
Um, and look, you want to down the baseball mountain, Texter? That's fine. I'm good with that. But uh, I will respectfully, or you know what? I don't have any respect. So maybe lack of respectfully, I'll disagree. Um, uh, some news and notes here. Rick Pitino got uh, Jordan Dingle to sign with St. John's uh, in the last uh, 24 hours. Dingle was the Ivy League Player of the Year. He averaged 23.4 points at Pennsylvania, Penn, uh, the Quakers, and second highest point scoring average in the country last year, which is hard to believe that 23.4 was the second highest in the country, but it was. Uh, great pickup for Rick Pitino. Did you see the Mike Anderson news? Uh, yeah. He's suing St. John's for about, oh, I don't know, about $45 million for wrongfully being fired, and he says they only fired me because they wanted to get Rick Pitino in there. They fired him for cause, and I don't remember what the cause is, but that means they don't have to pay him. Basically for not withholding certain standards to make student-athletes want to do good in the class. That seems generic. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We don't like the way you combed your hair. That's for cause. Uh, so Mike Anderson, he's going after him, man. I like it. Why not? So you said what's the total number there? 23.4. Oh, for uh, the amount he's suing for? Mm-hmm. It's like $45 million. All right, so he's only owed $11 million from his contract, well, which the, the he, sh- he should get that back. But, yeah, $34 million. Those are in- called punitive damages. $34 million in punitive damages? Yeah, well, right. You know, the, yeah, the, right. Uh, the heartbreak and stress he's had to go through low these past three months. I want to know how they come up with Two those months. numbers. I'd like, where does $34 million come from? The lawyer from? tells you what to sue for. That's sue for $34 million and then maybe they'll give us 20 That'll do. Right? Maybe we'll settle for 20 They don't want to. They don't want you bringing out what you know about them, Mike. So let's do this. Happy birthday. Happy uh, Sky Point birthday. Yogi Berra would have been 98 today. Well. Yogi Berra, 90% of this game is mental. The other half is physical. I love it. Loved Yogi Berra. More um, World Series wins than any player in history. How about that? Nice. Uh, Mage will run in the Preakness. Got that word late yesterday. Uh, The Connections are going to run him in the Preakness. Another black eye to horse racing, though, Forte. It was found out eight months ago when he won a stakes race was on an illegal substance. How are and they just now, now Todd, find... uh, Eight months. Can you believe that? How, how are they just now coming to that conclusion? I think they're just now releasing it. Let's be honest. They've known for a while. Uh, maybe they wanted him to win the Derby and then bring it out because the Derby's taken some hits in the last few years with mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And Todd Pletcher suspended. So there you go. Um, all right. Uh, the other news and note I got here, Tom Brady going to buy, possibly buy a stake in the Raiders. Now, it's not going to affect whether or not he can do television uh, on Fox. It, he can be the lead analyst on Fox because he's going to be an owner that has no say in what's going on. A minority guy, just some money to say, hey, he's probably going to have a certificate in his office that says, hey, I own part of the Las Vegas Raiders. And a, lot of, and a lot of money to show for it in 30 years. He's in business with uh, Mark Davis, the Raiders owner anyway. Mark Davis owns the Las Vegas Aces, and Tom Brady is in on that deal, WNBA team. So uh, looks like they're in deep discussions, is the quote on uh, the, the uh, timeline here, of uh, becoming a uh, minority owner 
in the Las Vegas Raiders. Texter mm-hmm. says, John, baseball? Cecil Fielder, John Cruck, and all-time great Babe Ruth sure look more athletic than guys who play other sports. <laughs> wow, Babe Ruth. <laughs> Babe Ruth was... Wasn't he fat? Well, when I used to watch him play, uh, <laughs> he was a great athlete. Yes. Was he overweight? Yes. Did he eat a lot of hot dogs and drink a lot of beer? Sure he did. Did he uh, like the ladies, as they say? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that mean he wasn't a great athlete. Big guys can be great athletes. Shaq is a great athlete. He's also huge. Makes it easier. He doesn't. He doesn't. Shaq, I'm guessing, doesn't miss any meals. All right. Uh, text says, John, would Brady buy into the Raiders just to fire Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> wow. Well, he's not going to have that kind of power. That's the beauty of it. Uh, by the way, Brady's going to be honored at the. Uh, First home game for the Patriots. It's all right, yeah. If you're Jimmy G and you're the quarterback of the Raiders and you have a first bad couple of weeks, is a rumor come down that Brady might take over at quarterback? No shot. That would be great. <laughs> it would be great. Uh, there's a text I'm not going to read. They, they have to be uh, family friendly, Dexter, just for the record. All right, the NFL schedule came out. A um, couple things. The teams, I'm going to let you guess here, Scooter. Okay. The teams that have the most primetime games, which is Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, um, any other primetime games. Teams that have the most primetime games with six games apiece in primetime are, there are four of them. So uh, Kansas have. City Chiefs. That's one. I'm going to go Buffalo Bills. That's two. Ding, ding, ding. Um... Surely not the Jets, right? Not the Jets. Okay. Um, I know it's not the Jags because they've only got five. Uh, it's got to be. I don't have the Jags with five, but go ahead. Do they? Oh, uh, the oh, London they games have don't three. Count. Okay, yeah. So they have three. Uh, the other two would be. It's got to be. San Fran. Nope. Who is the uh, Cowboys? Yes. Who's the, who's the and the say Dallas Cowboys and the loss. Angeles, Chargers. Mm. Chargers have six, really? Chiefs, Chargers, Bills, Dallas each have six games in primetime. Five games apiece for the Jets. Yes, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Green Bay, I don't understand that. Minnesota, I don't understand that. Las Vegas, mm, I don't really get that either. Philadelphia, San Francisco, and the New York football Giants. So Giants, Jets, look, look, they're in New York. They're going to get primetime game. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco, Philadelphia, I get that. Those are the two heavyweights in the NFC. I get that. Vegas, Minnesota, and Green Bay. I mean, I'm not tuning in on Sunday Night Football to watch Kirk Cousins or Jordan Love or Jimmy G. I'm just not. I hope they're playing each other. I can skip the game completely. By the way, I've got a stat for you. We talked about the Bears yesterday never having a 4,000-yard passer, right? Yep. So listen to this stat. Last season, Justin Fields finished 34th in passing yards per game among all players. Justin Jefferson finished 36th. That's a real stat. (laughs) Oh, that's so (laughs) mean-spirited. I think the Bears are going to be better. We'll see. Did I say good? No, I did not. <laughs> All right. There are four teams that have zero primetime games, which means they play at 1 o'clock or 425. 
How we're many? the four teams that four. have zero primetime games. Oh, man. Um, I, my initial reaction would be Las Vegas, but they've – They got five. Them being in Vegas, yeah, and you just touched on them. Uh, it's got to be the Texans, right? Houston is one. Ding, ding, ding. All right, we're going to go Patriots? No. no, no, people love the Patriots. They, they pull four on Falcons. Atlanta, ding, ding, ding. Panthers. No, because you got Bryce Young. Saints? They got the number one pick, so nope, not the Saints. Arizona. Really? Who, by the way, over under four and a half wins. Lowest in the league. Four and a half. Seattle's got to be the other one. Indianapolis Colts. What? Your Indianapolis Colts. They don't Colts. have a primetime game? That's a mistake. That is. Because if An- I don't think Anthony Richardson's the answer. But if he's good, people are going to want to watch yeah. them play. That's so, wild. I think you got to put them out. All right, let's do the spreads here quickly. Uh, we know that the first Thursday night game, Detroit at the defending champion Chiefs, Chiefs are seven. You don't have to get excited. I know how you feel. <laughs> Tennessee at New Orleans. Ugh, these are one o'clock games, all right? That is a yuck game, and I'm a Titans fan. Um, New Orleans at home, what do you think? Uh, what's the spread? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Oh, I'm guessing the spreads? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, New Orleans minus two and a half. Three and a half. Okay. If you get it within two points, I'm going to give you a win. Okay. In each one of these. Carolina and Bryce Young at Atlanta and Desmond Ritter. Oh, yuck. Um, I'm going to go with the experience here. I think Atlanta's probably favored by one. Three. I'm giving you a two. All right. Uh, Houston at Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, six and a half? Nine and a half. Really? That's a buzzer, by the way. I don't know if you knew. That's a Should have won seven and a half. That's my buzzer. Uh, uh, big battle in the AFC North Cincinnati at Cleveland. Uh, Bengals are going to be favored by three and a half. First road favorite we've seen here, two and a half. Okay. Jacksonville at Indianapolis, another divisional rivalry game. Uh, Jags will be three and a half. Ding, 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 ding. Come on. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give the edge here to the Vikings. I think it's going to be low, though. One and a half. Seven. What? Well, Baker Mayfield's going to be Tampa's quarterback. Keep that in mind. Oh, are, is he really? Tom Brady's not coming through yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. You're in Minnesota. Uh, San Francisco at Pittsburgh. One o'clock game. That's a pretty good one o'clock game, although the Steelers, I don't know what they got. Uh, that will be San Fran minus two and a half. Three. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Close. Um, Arizona. I remember over four and a half, <laughs> over under four and a half and wins at Washington. Ooh. Uh, Washington by four and a half. Six. That's a winner. Hey, oh. Uh, all right. 425 games. Green Bay at Chicago. The Jordan Love era begins. Uh, the unknown with the Packers is going to give the edge to the Bears, but slightly, one and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Well done. I would have thought Green Bay would be favored here. No, you just, I you know don't know Aaron, what to expect. I know Aaron Rodgers is gone, but they have owned Chicago. Oh, and they, I mean, they had a Forever. bad year last year, and you're throwing a new quarterback in. That's tough. All right. Las Vegas Raiders and Jimmy G at Denver. Russell Wilson bounce back year, question mark? Yes, I believe so. Give me Denver there. I think they're going to be two and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Well, you're on these. I am. You've only, you've only missed one. I so. like it. Um, Miami at the Chargers. Good game. Ooh, that is a good game. Uh, is Tua going to be the quarterback? It's the question. Yes is the answer. In L.A. now. Oh, man. 
They got to go three thousand miles to play the Chargers. Miami at Chargers. Okay, yeah, Chargers are going to be three and a half, two and a half. Okay, a winner. Uh, Philadelphia defending NFC champions at Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. Well, you alluded to our first road favorite and earlier. This is going to be Tom Brady Day too. So this is going to be a road favorite as well. Eagles by five and a half, four and a half. Okay. Hey, you should work in Vegas. <laughs> Rams at Seattle. Both teams probably on a down tick. And with Arizona in that division, boy, San Francisco, I like the, San Francisco's over under is 11 and a half, by the way. I like the over there, believe it or not. This is a tough one. Rams at Seattle. Yeah, I think both teams are on a downslide, but Seattle had the better year last year. They've got more momentum with Geno. Give me Seattle minus two. Five and a half. Five and a Man. half, really? That's your only your second buzzer there. Man. And 820 Sunday Night Football on NBC, Dallas at the New York Football Giants. Uh, that'll be Dallas minus three. Bing, 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 bing Hey-o. on the nose. Finally, Monday Night Football, Buffalo at the Jets. Remember, 9-11 anniversary, Aaron Rodgers' debut for the Jets here, Bills on the road. We've seen what we need to see out of the Bills. We don't know what to expect with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I still think the Bills will be favored in that game. Probably four and a half. One. What? But you got the favorite right. One? You were right on which team was favored in every game, which is not easy to do. So I got two on the nose and I only missed three. Yeah, I would have had Green Bay favorite over uh, Chicago. Uh, let's see. I probably would have had Carolina on the road favorite over Atlanta. Atlanta's got weapons. Now, they again, quarterback's a St. X kid. I love him, Desmond Ritter. But he's Desmond Ritter, right? He's not Justin Herbert. He's not Joe Burrow. But they got weapons. Drake London. Uh, they drafted B. John Robinson, who I think is going to be a workhorse. Kyle Pitts, the tight end. He's, you know, they're just Kyle Pitts. waiting for him to come into his own. They got weapons in Atlanta, but I, you know, I thought Carolina might be favored there. Um, Indianapolis at home against Jacksonville. I understand why they're not favored, but uh, yeah, you got all the favorites right. I'm pretty impressed. So you're hammering. Apparently, you're hammering Kansas City on Thursday night and oh, Buffalo yeah. minus one on Monday. Night. Jeez, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Maybe maybe I don't hit that Buffalo one. Uh, maybe I need to wait, wait oh a week my to gosh. see what Aaron Rodgers You're not going to believe this on my CBS Sports app. Uh-oh. They've got spreads for every week. Just like, you're, what, you, what yeah. are you on, FanDuel? Yeah, now I'm on DraftKings. DraftKings. I, yeah, and I they said you can bet every game right yeah, now. They sent me a notification. I can bet on all 272 NFL games. Week 2, Jets at Dallas. Who's favorite? Week 2, Jets at Dallas. Uh, I would say the Jets. Dallas minus one. Okay. I'm done playing now. <laughs> <laughs> my luck's ran off. Uh, all right, week 17, this is fu- this is just for clicks, Bengals at Chiefs. Bengals at Oh, I don't have a spread. Chiefs. No spread on oh. this game. It'll, that'll be Chiefs minus two. Yeah. Let's see. The spreads only go here through week. T- week. Uh, maybe they're just putting them in there now. It goes through week nine. Week nine is the spreads. Hmm. All right, let's take a break. My head's spinning. <laughs> We'll come back, talk a little baseball, a little more NBA. Two more games tonight in the association. Elimination game for the Knicks to uh, survive. Elimination game for the Warriors to survive. We'll break those down after the break. Final segment of the week coming up. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.
Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cardiff, John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week. Woo-hoo. Those words always feel good. They do. They always sound good, too. The uh, Thornton's text line still open, 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number, 414-1450. Or you can call the Eminem Cartage Hotline, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. I guess I still got time for the common folk if you'd like to call in and talk a little sports. Uh, here's a quiz for you, Scooter. Who led the Suns in scoring last night? Um. <laughs> Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton did not it, play. It wasn't Durant? It wasn't Durant with 23. Landry Shamit. It certainly Shammett. wasn't Booker with 12. Does Shamit play for the theme, for the Suns? Cameron Payne had 31. Oh, Cameron Payne. The funky left-handed jumper. <sighs> when Cameron Payne leads you in scoring and you've got Durant and Booker on the team, it's not going to end well. All right, two games tonight. Uh, the Knicks and the Heat. I'll try to stay awake for that one. That is a nap game. That's when I take my nap. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami has a 3-2 lead. That game is on uh, ESPN tonight, 7.30, which is a lie because they usually don't tip till about 7.45. But uh, you can tune in at you can tune in at 7 and listen to Stephen A. Smith go crazy for no 45 thanks. minutes. No thanks. The Miami Heat, six-and-a-half-point favorites now. Over-under, so see if you can get within six of the over-under in that game. Without looking. Oh, man. Uh, two. That's a good start. Two. Sixteen. Two oh seven and a half. You couldn't do Damn it. Damn it. Couldn't do it. There goes my Vegas job. <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to take Miami here. I think the Knicks are done. Miami sort of, they could have won the game in game five, even though they mailed it in. Uh, they're in the same position Philadelphia was in last night. They know they don't want to go back to New York for a Game 7. So I said this yesterday, this is Game 7 for the Heat. It, but Scooter was right. He said, well, it's also Game 7 for the Knicks. If they lose, they're done. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jimmy Butler is nursing that injury. I just think the defense is, is good. If they don't allow Jalen Brunson to score 45, they win the game tonight. So give me the Heat. Uh, and I'm going to give the six and a half. I hate giving points to a team that is uh, out if they lose. You understand what I'm saying there? Mm-hmm. Because you know they're desperate. Yeah. So I hate doing that, but I just think the Heat's the better team here. Even though the Heat's the eight seed, had to get through the play-in portion of the tournament, the Knicks are the five seed. Um, yeah, Julius Randle's been okay. R.J. Barrett's been okay. Jalen Brunson's been great. But give me the Heat. I'll take the Heat as well. I think they cover with ease if Cody Zeller plays more than 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes from Cody, Heat win easy. That is the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard you say. And I've heard you say some really dumb Hey, he things. played all right the other night. He didn't play bad. He didn't play. You know he wears a mask even though he doesn't need it? Yeah, I don't Did know why. Yeah, I, I hate it. I got comfortable with it. So I hate it. His, by the way, his hair, what the heck happened to it? He's, he's Dude, is bald. He's a Zeller brother. I bet his brother is just as bald. 10 o'clock, Golden State and the Lakers. The heart of a champion means something. Clay's been there. Steph's been there. Draymond's been there. Looney. Looney's been there. I mean, they, they were all there last year. They've all been there. I mean, they were they were the champs last year. Uh, the Lakers are three now. It was two and a half. It's up to three, which means there's a little bit of extra money on the Lakers right now. 
I like the Warriors not only to cover, I like them to win. I still think one of the best bets uh, over there uh, a few miles from here, Steph Curry 12 to 1 to be Finals MVP and the Warriors are 11 to 1 to win it all. I think it's a good bet. You said it, you said it backwards earlier. Oh, well, maybe I did. If they <laughs> win tonight, they're not going to lose game 7 and then they got Denver. I go with experience here, been there, done that. LeBron's the X factor. First of all, Anthony Davis is going to play. Whether or really? not he had a concussion is up for argument. The Lakers say, and the Laker medical personnel, more importantly, say that he has did not have a concussion. He is expected to play. Here's a stat for you. When LeBron James' teams are up 3-1, which the Lakers were, he's 17-0. He's never lost a series when his team has been up three games to one. Now, part of the reason for that is he's LeBron James. Um, will Clay Thompson show up? And I think a big portion of this is Clay Thompson is not what Clay Thompson used to be. Since the ACL and the Achilles, he's a different player. He has not shot the ball well in the last couple of games. He just hasn't. If he does shoot the ball well tonight, I say look out. I expect Clay Thompson to play better tonight than he's played, or at least shoot better than he's shot in this series. Uh, here's one. Andrew Wiggins is questionable tonight. That's huge. He had he was over 20 points in uh, game five when they needed to win. He played. He showed up. He played well. Steph's going to be Steph. Draymond's going to be Draymond. Now, you can get good Draymond or bad Draymond, but I think you'll get good Draymond tonight. He's going to distribute. He's going to play defense. Any points. He had 20 and 10 last time out. They don't expect him to get 20 points a game. When he does, that's a bonus for this team. You're going to get what you get out of Steph and Clay. Who's the third wheel here? Who steps up and scores points? Dante DiVincenzo? Jordan Poole? Does he break out of his slump? Is it Draymond? Does Wiggins play even though he's got a rib injury? Does he play? Does he play as well as he did in game five? Those are questions that uh, I don't have the answers to, but I'm going to take the heart of a champion and the Warriors plus the three. Who you got? I'm taking the Warriors as well. I'll, I'm gonna, we agree on both of these games? I'm, I'm going to money line the Warriors, actually. I don't like us agreeing on these games. Air Corgi for the win. Uh, I saw that. <laughs> Do you need to explain it to the listener? No. No? Okay. Just search Air Corgi. Search Air Corgi. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's five for five. He's famous. In this series, he's five for five. And he, and he has the Warriors winning the next two, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Eric Corgi. By the way, I got, I'm so tired today. I went down the rabbit hole last night. Uh-oh. Flipping around, watching a little baseball, watching some NBA. Got caught on hockey for a little while. Then I came across Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Have you seen it? I don't believe so. Oh, Scooter. It's the 79th viewing for me, I believe. Is it Will Smith? No, no, no. <laughs> Just because, no, no, it's Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Great movie. And I got I got caught. I got stuck. Got stuck. Watched the last half of it. And then all of a sudden, it's 1 o'clock. It's, it's midnight. And I'm trying to turn the TV off. And I run across Patriots Day. Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Bacon, John Goodman about the Boston bombing. Never the seen, Boston Marathon bombing. Never seen that one either. And I'm stuck again. Got to bed about... 
215. I'm tired, man. Wait, that's about the Boston Marathon bombing? Yes, Patriots Day. Didn't that movie come out like years and years and years ago? Um, Because the Boston Marathon bombing, wasn't that only like four years ago? It was on AMC, American Movie Hmm. Channel, whatever AMC stands for. Um, But I don't know. I can look it up. You want me to look it up? No. Are you that interested? Don't really care. A great, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but it's one of those movies I love. And all of a sudden, it's 2.30 in the morning, and I'm going, why am I not Jeez, in Pete. Well, it was on 12 to 3. I, I didn't even see. I know how it ends. Uh, let's see. What year was this made? 2016. Really? Yeah. I did not think that movie was that new. The story of the 2013 Boston Marathon bomb. Ten years already? So it's been ten wow. years. Wow. It was 10 years on Patriots Day, which is the day of the marathon every year. The Red Sox play at home at 11 o'clock every year. That day, after the, right after the marathon, they play at home. And uh, a great cast, Mark Wahlberg, John Goodman, uh, Michelle Monaghan, J.K. Simmons. I'm about to watch that one. Kevin Bacon. Great cast. Uh, let's see how many stars we got here. 7.3 out of 10. That's good. That's good. really good. So anyway, I, just as as I got lost in these movies last night, I just got lost on this show. <laughs> so there you go. Baseball yesterday, Red shut out the Mets five nothing. David Bell should still be fired. I'm going to continue to say that every day on the show until he gets fired. Eventually, you'll be right. Eventually, I'll be right. Minnesota came from behind, beat San Diego five to three. You know they're booing Carlos Correa in Minnesota now. Mm-hmm. He said he'd boom, he'd boo him too. He's hitting under two hundred. Remember, he was going to be a Met. And then the uh, physical came back, something wrong. He was going to be a giant, same thing. And Minnesota re-signed him saying, ah, we don't care. We don't care about your uh, medical history. And he is not hitting the ball at all. But he had a big two-run double to give him a 5-3 win last night. And the boos turned to cheers in Minneapolis. Kansas City beat the White Sox 4-3 on a walk-off suicide squeeze bunt. No way. I was watching it. I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, The guy was throwing 100. Dude squared, and if the bat, if the ball doesn't hit the bat, this guy's dead today. Oh, yeah. 100 mile an hour fastball, and it was, it was heading inside, and he got the head of the bat on it somehow. Tampa Bay, I give the Yankees credit last night. They scored two in the ninth. They still lost to the Rays 8-2. to two. The Yankees can't score. Mm-mm. Which They're, is crazy. They've been awful, uh, and the Rays have been really good. That's the first of four in Yankee Stadium. And uh, the Rays won it easily. Texas shut out Oakland 4-0. Rangers still in first place in the American League West. And San Francisco over Arizona 6-2. Padres-Dodgers start a three-game set tonight in L.A. The Dodgers took two of three in San Diego last weekend. And they'll uh, play three in Dodger Stadium this weekend. Uh, Don't forget Bats and Clippers this weekend. Uh, Bats are playing well, by the way, right? They are, yeah. They're playing very well. Mm-hmm. They got uh, a stacked lineup. I know the weather doesn't look great this weekend, but get out if you can. Seven fifteen tomorrow night and or tonight and tomorrow night, one oh five Sunday afternoon. That's the one that I got on my radar. I think I'll be out there for some uh, sun and and adult beverages on Sunday afternoon. One oh five, twelve thirty five with uh, Nick Curran right here on the Big X. I gave you the winners tonight. Well, so did Scooter Miami and Golden State. We like Miami and Golden State. 
Be back Monday. Two more shows until I'm on, and I'm air quoting here, vacation. Monday and Tuesday. Monday without Scooter. Tuesday, Scooter will say goodbye to me as I head to Texas. I will. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Where y'all